Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, everybody. This is Truth Light. Our show is Light of Truth, and I'm finally allowed to come into my own show. Hooray! For some reason, the uh, the blog talk phone lines were not liking my phone line a whole lot this morning, so it took me a little while to get here, but I'm here, and I guess better late than never, right? So good morning to everybody, and uh, <clears throat> today's an exciting day because I'm actually doing the show with a computer for the studio instead of just my little smartphone, which has been um, rather difficult <laughs> Over the past, oh, I don't know, maybe two months or so now, I've been doing uh, pretty much every show with just a little smartphone. And while I am grateful, I am super excited to say I have a nifty little new laptop. And and so now I can actually respond to emails and get back with you all who have been trying to contact me. And it's uh, kind of a nifty, nifty day. So anyway, happy Wednesday. It's Wednesday, right? <laughs> Have you guys noticed that everything has just been a blur lately? It's um, pretty incredible how quickly time is moving and how much is happening in short periods of time. And you know, I found when uh, <clears throat> when I was away, when I you know, because if you if you listen regularly, you know, I was at a at a secret destination getaway for about a week, and uh, it was very interesting the shifts that took place during that week when I came back I was a very different person and the place that I came back to everybody was very different and was uh I guess just all of us went through some major shifts between it seemed to be uh between about October 4th or 5th which would be new moon and um and then this this not this last Saturday or Sunday but the one before so I guess like the uh 7th or I'm sorry, Sunday, Monday, so 7th, 8th, something like that. Um, Very interesting, very interesting, all the changes that occurred. So what I'm finding that one of the energies that is moving forward and that I'm seeing a lot of people come into the center with um, is this how, how can I be true to myself and not be selfish? We've never really been taught how to be true to ourselves without it coming across as being selfish. And so this is something that <coughs> is, you know, it's a it's a wise manner of living life to be true to yourself. But in the past, religions and different organizations, schools, that kind of thing, have really uh, kind of made it seem as if you were being selfish when you were true to yourself. And this is because those things are businesses. And no, not all churches, not all, you know, I'm sure there are people out there who go to places that really um, influence you or assist you in finding the best you that you can be. But on a grand scheme, uh, religion is kind of big business. And so throughout history, it's been in their best interest to uh, make sure that the people are true to their individual church, their individual minister or reverend or whatever it may be. And uh, 
and be true to the financial well-being and the well-being of the church rather than themselves. And, you know, the thing is that if we are actually being true to ourselves, it doesn't mean we take away from anything else. It just means that we put the oxygen mask on ourselves first. And so that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. How can you be true to yourself without feeling as if you're being selfish? Or can you have a new perspective of what does it mean to be true to yourself? So I'm going to invite you all to call in if you like. It's 347-677-1443 and chime in on this topic. Um, and, And let us know what works for you, what doesn't work for you, whatever it may be, any questions that you may have, that kind of thing. Um, And I always say us. My son makes fun of me all the time. I'm the only one here. It's me and my my two dogs (laughs) and and all of the angels that come with me. So I guess that's the us. The cough is waning down, so hopefully we won't. Good grief, the past couple of weeks have been rough with that cough, huh? You guys have hung in there, and I am very grateful. Okay, so... Being true to ourselves, does that necessarily mean that we are forsaking everyone else? Not really. Because what it, what that's sort of referring to in the most balanced sense is, okay, so after you have gotten a good night's sleep because you've allowed yourself enough time to calmly go to bed and rest and go through the night without tossing and turning, worrying about other people and that kind of thing, and you get up in the morning and you maybe take a few minutes to center yourself, to maybe do some stretching and whatever it may be for your physical body. You take a moment to get your mental state together. For me, every morning it's a list of things I'm grateful for. And what I found over time, uh, actually before I knew it, but the list of things that I was grateful for became so long that I actually had to um, just kind of wrap it up and go, you know, and and everything else in my life that I'm so grateful for. And so um eventually, you know, as you start this process, for me it was it was very helpful because you start your day out by seeing all of the things that you are so thankful for in your life and that's where your energy begins. So for me this is something that I do every morning and then, you know, um things that bring you joy or things that bring you balance or harmony in your life, just stopping and taking maybe the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes of your day, strictly for yourself, mind, body, spirit, maybe find, you know, YouTube is a fabulous tool. If you don't already have some meditations you like, you can go to YouTube and there's there's a couple on there that I just have as favorites uh, just meditations that are like a 10-minute meditation, a 14-minute meditation, a 5-minute meditation, whatever it may be. And and I'll also be, I'm redoing the Mystical Truth site now, so um, now that I have a computer, yay! Um, and so there'll be some very short meditations on there as well as some longer ones. So even if you just do something like that where you go, okay, well, I'm going to do a 5-minute meditation every morning, 5 minutes of stretching and and 5 minutes of remembering all the things that I'm so happy for, you know, all the things that I'm so grateful for. Whatever it is that works for you, just take those first 10 or 15 minutes of the morning for yourself and then get up and and do your thing. Now, for some people, their meditation or their time of gratitude, that kind of thing, 
is they like to do that kind of thing in the shower because the water running over you really does help soothe your energy and and it's maybe the only private time you have or something. So whatever works for you, but this is the first step in being true to yourself. Putting yourself first, first thing of your day. And so you're not taking anything away. You're just adding to, right? You're just shifting what you do with your time. And so if you can take that first little bit of the day and put that oxygen mask on yourself first, then you're much more balanced going into the rest of your day. And it's much easier to handle the things that come at you, to be balanced and strong and stable for the people who maybe need things from you or things that you have to handle, manners of which you can be in service, that kind of thing. And then, you know, I always... um, as we're, as we're working through this, I always find that it's good to begin to be aware of the things that pull you off track. So where, where is it during your day that you're putting other people ahead of yourself in an unhealthy manner? And that's the key is it's not when are you putting people ahead of yourself, don't ever do that, you've got to just be true to yourself and strictly it's all about you. That's, that's not exactly what we're talking about. What we're talking about is finding the things that pull you off path. And if there's someone who's constantly throwing you this way and that and kind of hijacking your life, then you're not being true to yourself in the sense that you're not, um, that you're allowing them to do this. And so you want to really begin to identify the places and people that pull you off track like that and begin to step back when you uh, when you encounter them and just take a moment and come back to your center and decide for yourself, is this something that I can do without going off kilter? Or is it something that is just really going to be detrimental and take away from my life? And is that in my best interest? Or should that maybe be handed back over to this person? You know, so if you have someone in your life, in your work, in your whatever it may be, that is constantly handing things that perhaps they should be handling in their lives or in their jobs, handing them over to you and saying, you know, I need you to do this or can you do that or, oh, my God, I had, you know, whatever drama. You know, there are those people who are just drama llamas and they constantly have drama in their life and then take up how much of our time talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And sometimes some of us feel like it's impolite to uh, to not just sit there and listen, right, or to get pulled into it. or And so how much of your time is spent listening to other people's drama and other people venting about the things that are going on in their lives? And is that really you being true to yourself? Is that what you would choose to do with your time? You know, so... Even just the conversations that we have and that kind of thing, when we're talking about being true to ourselves, what we're actually talking about is being true to our path, being true to the center of our being. And and it's just like when you're um, when you're navigating a ship or or flying, or you want to stay true to your course. So when we talk about being true to ourselves, it means remaining in line with our own path. 
it's not so much about being selfish or not caring about anybody else. That's not at all the case. (coughs) It's about figuring out what is our intended course in life and what are the things that strengthen us and assist us along that course and bringing more of those into our life so that we are better able to stay on track and not allowing the gusts of wind, shall we say, <laughs> that that may be other people's emergencies, et cetera, that, that we end up getting sidetracked by. My mom was a really big, big one for constantly saying, you know, poor planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. And I can't tell you how many times as a teenager I heard that. <laughs> And I just thought, oh, my God, you are so mean, old lady. (laughs) Uh, You know, and now I look back and I go, wow, yeah, okay, because, and it's funny because, you know, this, this topic that I'm speaking on, like I sound like I know what I'm talking about, right? I do know what I'm talking about when I'm talking to you guys, but my own life, it's one of my biggest challenges probably because I'm the first one to give away all of my energy, to give away all of my resources and and then stop and look around and go, oh my God, what happened to my life? <laughs> so, you know, we're all in this together. And so it's funny how sometimes the topics that we do on this show are really, really just spirit's way of trying to talk to me because I'm so much better at helping other people than myself. <laughs> Aren't we all right? <laughs> so, uh, so I'll have to go back and listen to this show <laughs> and go. Wow, that lady's really smart. I should listen to her. Uh, so, okay. Again, I'm going to say, feel free to to chime in anytime you like, because <laughs> if you get sick of my voice, that's the best way to make it stop. Is just to talk back. So, what can we do? when we want to make this shift, right? So we begin to reassess what we believe it means to be true to ourselves, okay? And we begin to see a new perspective. When we start to make some changes, this can at times create a little friction in our lives because suddenly people who were able to kind of take advantage or milk us dry of energy and resources and that kind of thing, whether they meant to or not, okay, a lot of times it's just people don't realize they're doing it. It's simply a habit that they've developed to to pull other people off their paths. They don't realize it. So as we become more aware of the things in our lives that pull us from side to side and yank us off our path or take away the energy and resources that we need for ourselves first so that we can be strong and once we're strong we can reach a hand out and help other people as we begin to identify these and make shifts and changes it can really um, be a challenge because suddenly we seem like we've changed now i believe that as we're doing this it's not that we have changed it's that we're coming back to who we truly are because in reality we we are this beautiful, strong light and vibration. It's the concepts and things that we've been taught along the way 
that give us these habits of feeling like we need to just give away our time, give away our energy, be there for people no matter what's going on. I mean, I I can say that, you know, there have been periods of time where where I will be on the phone with people sometimes 12 hours a day. Not the same person, obviously, but I'll have people who they call and they just really like to talk and they talk about everything in their life. And, you know, I mean, I, I do life coaching, I do readings, I do counseling, I do teaching, I do all of this stuff. And so, of course, when, when people in my life are going through stuff, I'm the one they call. And in the past, I've not been very good about setting boundaries necessarily. And so, you know, suddenly I'll look, and that's actually how I started life coaching was that I saw that, you know, there was a day Literally, I was on the phone for eight hours with different people. They're all different people who call, but they'll talk for an hour, two hours, or three hours. And finally, I had to stop and go, okay, you know what? I'm now doing life coaching, and so if you want to do this, (laughs) you have to go to my website and pay for a life coaching session, and then we'll talk. And that definitely created a little bit of a stir (coughs) because I had to set that boundary. You know, people don't realize you're not the only one. Each individual person, they don't know that they're not the only ones pulling from your energy. And they don't think about the fact that, okay, you just had me on the phone for three hours. That's three hours out of my day. Or we just sat here talking for my, you know, if you're working a job and and you have a lunch break or some time off or whatever, and somebody vents to you the whole time, they've just taken the time that you had to realign yourself and strengthen yourself and get your wits about you, they just took that away and completely hijacked that time. So it it needs to be more of a choice on our part, what we're okay with. So if you have somebody who needs to talk and there's somebody who doesn't take from you all the time and they just need to talk, that's, you know, if that feels like, you know, for some of us, being there for other people is part of our path. It is part of what we're here to do. And, and we do interact as a collective. You know, we're all here to help each other out and whatever. But it doesn't mean help each other out to the detriment of ourselves. So if you've got somebody who just is going through something and you choose to be there for them, that's one thing. But if it's something that's constantly put upon you and you're like, oh my God, here they come again, you know, that's a sign that that's somebody who is pulling you off or pulling from you. And, you know, if you dread seeing somebody come or you dread seeing their name on caller ID, but yet you still pick up or you still allow that conversation to happen, you're not being true to yourself because your inner being is going, oh my God, please no. And you're not listening to that. So being true to ourselves is just kind of listening to that inner voice and and respecting it. We need to respect ourselves as much as we respect other people. And then this makes um this makes it more clear when we're being true to ourselves. It doesn't mean I'm going to take all the food and all the energy and all the toys and I'm going to go hide them and be true to myself it just means I'm going to keep everything for myself. That's not at all what we're saying. It doesn't mean, you know, screw you, the rest of your family or or people you work with or whatever. I'm strictly just taking care of myself and forget everybody else. That's not what we're saying. There's a big difference. And in our culture, we tend to go to extremes. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. 
but we tend to go to extremes with either we are so giving that we keep basically nothing for ourselves, almost feel guilty for having anything, or or we tend to just shut everybody out and only keep the resources for ourselves and kind of step over people to get where we want to go and, hey, tough luck, you know, you can do the same to me if you can catch me kind of attitude. Um, you know, there is an in-between. There is that that place where we can reside where we go, okay, I'm going to make sure I'm okay first and and then with what resources I have left over, I'm happy to assist if I can. We can compassionately care about the other people all over the world. But we don't have to give away all of our resources to them because then what happens? We become the person who has to be taken care of. And we become the person who pulls other people off their paths because we're not taking responsibility for our own selves and our own energy. When we're being true to ourselves, we're basically taking responsibility for us first, saying, okay, tell you what, world, I'm going to make sure that I'm strong and stable and then I'm going to be better prepared to assist those who are having a hard time. And what you find is you begin to want to help those who want to help themselves, which is a much more balanced manner of doing things. When we're swinging out a kilter, we tend to get caught up in helping everybody. We've got to help everybody. We're a helper. It's what we do. You know, I have these people all the time come in for counselings and readings and healings and you know, well, aren't we here on this earth to, I just had somebody yesterday, aren't we here on this earth to help each other? And while yes, that's true, the context in which she was saying it was from this um, lack of faith. You know, it's not up to us to help everybody in the world. There is a much bigger force out there than us. The universe has things in hand, (laughs) you know, God, the universe, the all, whatever you choose to call it, creation, is flowing through everybody just like it's flowing through us. They all have their own angels. You know, we all come to this space with with the tools we need. Are we allowing those tools to be used? Are we choosing to pick up those tools and make use of them in our lives to keep ourselves strong? And if you're working with people who are constantly with their hand out, who are just not bothering to do anything for themselves, then you're wasting your energy. You're just you're just kind of throwing it away. And it would much better be used on yourself to keep yourself strong and stable or assessing a situation and saying, okay, is this a person who really is wanting to do for themselves, not only wanting to do for themselves, but doing for themselves in whatever way they can? Are they trying to be true to themselves to stay on their course? Are they trying to build their resources back up again and take responsibility for their own energy? Or are they just handing the responsibility for their well-being over to everybody else who will take it? I can tell you that when you get involved with the people who are constantly handing responsibility over to other people, these are not people you want to deal with because these are like the energy vampires that they talk about. Um, they may not know it or they may know it, you know. And you can't stay balanced or be true to yourself 
and be flowing your energy in a direction to people who either one haven't asked for it because as a as a culture in America we tend to think that we have to go save the world right and so we're donating money to all kinds of different places with you know the TV commercials of oh my god they walk barefoot on on dirt roads and and whatever <laughs> and yes while i understand there are things that need to be um assisted with and generosity and love and compassion and for your fellow man no matter where they are in the world i mean you have no idea the amount of energy <clears throat> that i do in my meditations lending love and compassion and harmony and bliss and clarity into all these different places but on the other hand there's a lot of times that we get involved as americans or as people in general but in a lot of cases as americans where we think we're going to save save people we have that real saving people energy and instead wouldn't it be better to make sure we're okay first you know and that's not in a selfish manner that's saying make sure that you're okay Make sure that you have what you need first, and not to excess, but what you need first so that you're nice and stable. And then you can assess, okay, who is it that really needs this help? In a lot of cases, the the things that we're we're sending money to and throwing resources at are places that don't want them. Seriously, if you actually research it, there are places that go, what, we don't want your stuff. All the rice that we send over to all these places, they won't even feed it to their people because it's hideous. It's crap that we're sending them, <laughs> you know, but we're not stopping and making sure that we have the facts. And, you know, and so being true to yourself is, first of all, making sure that, that you're strong and stable, that you have what you need. And then looking around and going, okay, I have some excess. I would like to share, whether it's energy or time or money or resources, whatever it may be, and you want to share, awesome. Look around and see who would like assistance so that it kind of a hand up rather than a handout is the, the new, everybody likes to use that, that phrase. So, you know, but it's, it's very fitting. Who is it that would like to do as much of the work as they can, but they just need a little assistance, you know? And, Assist those people who want to get to a point where they can be true to themselves as well, and then and then they will turn around and do the same same thing and assist other people. And this way, you're assisting <clears throat> in a healthy manner. If there are places and people and things that you don't know about, you just know that you feel connected and you want to do something. That's fine too, because it's. As long as you're being true to yourself first, you're knowing you're fine first, and you're connected to this whatever need, right? And you have the extra resources, and that's where you feel good about putting them, then that's you being true to yourself by listening to your inner being and doing what your inner being is is feeling it wants to do. And it's nobody else's business whether that's right or wrong, because the deal is that there is no right or wrong. We're just here figuring out this third dimensional plane as spirits in bodies and interacting with one another and figuring out how do we have compassion for ourselves and compassion for others and still be healthy and happy and and reach out and assist our brothers and sisters. I mean, in most cases, that's what most of us want. 
Now, as life happens, sometimes the walls come up and the heart is protected and and we're really just out for ourselves, you know, and we don't want to let people in and we don't want to do for other people and we just want to keep our distance and <clears throat> and this this also is not being true to yourself because this also is swinging out of balance, right? So if you have all these walls and your heart is hard and and you just, you know what, I'm just detached from the rest of the world, world, you do what you want to do and I'm going to do what I want to do and we'll just be fine, you know? When this comes up, then that's not being true to our inner course or our inner path because when you look at those people, typically they're the biggest teddy bears there are. And that's why they've closed off is because somewhere along the line, they feel people took advantage of them or, you know, they they gave and gave and gave and then all their resources were gone. And, you know, there's a... <clears throat> There's a great teacher, and uh, I won't I won't mention names until I feel like it's okay. But there's a great teacher in our history who's still alive, and um, he was one who was huge during the '60s and '70s. Huge. He was a massive, massive part of the shifts and changes for consciousness and awareness and love and compassion for your brother and all of these different things. And <clears throat> he basically gave everything he ever made away. He didn't want to keep any of it because he just wanted to help everybody. Well, <clears throat> as it turns out, indeed, he gave everything. And he wound up a poverty-stricken old man alone, you know, <clears throat> because he had given all of his resources. He had given everything. And so there came a time when he had a stroke and he was, you know, just, it was very sad when you, when we as former students of his learned what had happened, what had become of him. And so it really was a wake-up call to me because this is my path and I love to give. I love to give everything I have. But then what happens is I have nothing left to give, right? And so I'm stuck. I have to stop then. And and that does create bitterness and resentment. But who did it? I did. You know? And so this teacher really provided a fantastic example. Now, now when it was learned what had happened to him, another very, very, very famous teacher in modern day kind of pulled him out and said, you know what, let's let's get you back out there. Let's get you building your your resources back up again. And let me help you do that. Because <coughs> I am so sorry. Because this teacher still had all of this wisdom, all of this knowledge, all of this amazing love and compassion to share. But without being true to himself and making sure he was okay first, he had no way to share it. So this other teacher of modern times came along <clears throat> and was no doubt a student of this teacher's back in the 60s and 70s. And uh, 
and he brought him back out into the mainstream and, and got his stuff back out there again and brought awareness to the situation. And and I would assume, as from what I can see, for what this this older teacher now offers, he's back in his groove. He's got, you know, a retreat place in Hawaii, and, and just um, it's very, very exciting to see how one person, and I'm sure it was a team of people, but one person in particular kind of said, you know, come on, let's let's get you up and moving again. And because he hadn't shut himself down, because he still had compassion and wanted to be of service, he was able to step back in. And he was able to take that hand up and get himself back in his groove again and build up his resources and try again to be of service in a more balanced manner so that he didn't run out of resources and have to stop being of service. So this is a really extreme example of what can happen to any of us. You know, if you're somebody who volunteers at your church or you volunteer or you donate things or you are just that person that people come to or whatever it may be, whatever your your thing is that you do, um, <clears throat> if you don't take time to make sure that you're being true to your own self, to your own course, to your well-being, you will give and give and give, <clears throat> and because you're not stopping and taking time to rebuild and restock and re-energize, then you you run out of resources, whether it's time, energy, patience, whatever it may be. And and then you just kind of um, close down. You know, it's what happens. When we run out of energy, that's when we begin to get that that resentment and that where we close off our heart and we put the walls up and we're just not of service at all anymore because, you know, there's that, okay, well, no world, you bled me dry and forget you. I'm I'm closed up now. I'm not going to be a part of anything anymore. And I see this happen to people over and over again and they live their life in a bit of resentment and anger because all they wanted to do was help. All they wanted to do was assist. We do have a caller. I'm going to go ahead and pull over. Hello. <laughs> Area code 928. Good morning. Good morning, Blog Talk. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Just calling in and don't even know what the topic is. Surprise, surprise. Oh, so You're hysterical. <laughs> so we're talking about to thine own self be true. And so we're talking about what it means to be true to yourself in a healthy manner. <clears throat> so everybody, this is Jessica, since she didn't introduce herself. This is Jessica, who runs Sacred Light of Sedona, and you can find that at sacredlightofsedona.com. That's the center that I work through, and Jessica works through, obviously, since she owns it. And it's just a really nifty, nifty place in Sedona that you should come check out. Um, so this is this is something you and I both have been working on. I thought it was kind of funny, the topic. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, of course. Of course that's it. Because what, you know, what is it that I've had to be working on? you know, for a while now. and So so in this, and I think it kind of goes with that shift that we had recently, you know, this, this past uh-huh. couple of weeks when we had that big shift. seems to me with that big shift, a lot of the people that we have coming into the center even, they're beginning to need to find how to be true to themselves 
and still live their life because they, people just don't understand that it doesn't have to be a selfish thing, right? So right. how do you feel about that whole thing? What is that? What is that for you? Being true to myself? Yeah, what's it mean? This is awesome well, that you didn't means... listen because we actually were given a really nifty <laughs> definition by spirit. So. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> so what does um, it mean to you? Well, because, you know. For me, for me, it means, you know, shaking things up a little because it's, it's really easy um, to just go on with life and, and allow life to carry you wherever, you know, it may, even though it's not what what is true to you. It's not what, like for me, it's not what I'm supposed to be doing, right? Um, and go, I'll just go ahead and put my business out there because, you know, I don't mind. But... <laughs> And if it helps someone, great. But, um, you know, for me, I have for the past 13 years um, worked as a paralegal. And um, so having to put my kids in daycare and, and all of that, you know, just seems like the normal thing to do because my husband and I both worked. And so now we're trying to find that fine balance of, you know, he is working now and I have the center now. And so we have both were shown that in order for the center and our family to continue growing in a healthy manner, he had to be home with the kids. And I had to run the center and manage it and all of that great stuff. So, you know, we were shown that, and yet here we find ourselves looking for a daycare, <laughs> you know, and do we do that or or do we be true to ourselves and, you know, and our purpose here? So that... That, for me, is the struggle that we're going through right now. And, um, you know, my husband just asked me yesterday, well, if I put in my two weeks' notice right now, what does that do for us? And that was so hard for me to answer because I know it's being true to ourselves. I'm sorry. It was. It was. I found it like, like, oh, my gosh, my breath was taken away. This is really happening now. How do I answer? You know, do I right. be true? Do I be true to myself and say, "Quit right now," <laughs> right? <laughs> or you know, or um, or do I allow just things to get in the way and say, "Well, okay, no." So back know, up because that's a really good point. So allow what to get in the way? Because not you know things. It's one specific thing getting in the way, and it's the same specific thing that gets in the way. For almost everybody. So it's actually a really good point. So what is in fact getting in the way? My mind. Is it fear? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It boils down to fear. It's it's my mind, um, you know, thinking about, well, what if, you know, what if, what if this doesn't work? What if, you know, we're broke? What if we can't pay the rent next month? You know, and so, yeah, that's all based out of fear. Right, and so, but the you know, reality is that because you have, little by little, granted, but it you're, it's it's been back, so it's, but you have been staying true to the ultimate course that you've seen, you have, mm-hmm. right, and so, yeah. the evidence has been shown over and over again that when you stay true to that course, the finances are there in abundance because the center is doing extremely well. I mean, the center just right. started people in February, and it's already um, one that people talk about in Sedona. Like, Jessica has done a phenomenal job with this center 
It's an amazing place to be. And it's got, I think, a solid reputation among some of the very respected people in Sedona because Jessica has stayed true to her course and true to the integrity of the spirit in which the center was to be set up. So the evidence has been there over and over again showing you that if you follow this course, we're just going to shower you with abundance, right? Right. And yeah. so where does yeah. the fear come in? And I'm I'm not like I'm asking because I think this is oh, helpful no, that's, for people that's fine. because when when you're going through this and you're making changes like so many people are right now, one of the things that I find is a common theme is they're forgetting to look backwards and go, "Okay, what is the history of this situation showing me?" And not just right. the downside, but the actual history of it. Okay, when I stay true to my course and I don't allow fear to come in, what happens? And so I'll ask that of right. you on this show right here and right now. When you all stay true to your course where the center is concerned, what happens? Well, everything everything just falls into place. Everything is always there. Um, you know, and, and it's thank you for pointing that out because when we moved to Arizona, you know, we came with nothing. Right. You know, no jobs, nothing. And Everything was put in our in front of us yeah. so that we could yeah. grasp okay. it if, Craig are if the we were aware. Children, <laughs> <laughs> I live in the woods for five months. They fall right into three jobs and a beautiful house. Yeah, okay. Yeah, go ahead and be afraid because I'm sorry. Yeah, carry and, on. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. If when we, when whenever we would take the step that we were guided to take, everything was there as long as we were paying attention, and we right. were. Right. You know, when we moved here, we were very focused and, and you know, giving everything to spirit or creator and um, and really just trusting. And that was total 100% trust because we came here with a U-Haul and no jobs, nothing. We didn't even have a house for our two kids and dog, you know. And the moment we arrived here the next day, we had a house. Two days later, we had a job. Which I just have to say yeah, is not so. common out here. Finding a house is insane. I don't know why. I've never been any place like it. But you guys mm-hmm. really were just back to 100%. And so I think, yeah. you know, it may seem like airy-fairy jumping, but it's not because when you, you look back, history repeats itself. Whether yeah. it's political history or your own history, look back and see and the people who get caught up in that, yeah, yeah, history repeats itself, and I'm always messed up or whatever, you're always messed up when. <laughs> when is it that when things work for you? When you allow fear to set in. Well, or just people have individual patterns, you know, when I don't listen to myself, when I hang out with this kind of person, when I, whatever, everybody's different. But then when does it work for you? And I think if you and Craig look back and you logically look at it and go, okay, but every time that we follow what we're feeling and we don't let fear get in, like we're just showered. I mean, you guys seriously have just been showered with fabulous stuff. Yeah. You know, every time you make yeah, that move. And and so I guess it baffles me when I I see you guys struggling so hard and I'm like, what the hell are you even thinking? Excuse me, but <laughs> like <laughs> what? It's a no brainer. Oh my God. When you do this, you just get yeah. back. So much more, you know, and so I and think really, people can do that and look back. Yeah. Sorry. And really our only struggle has been the children, you know, has been, 
making sure that, you know, they're with one of us and, you know, or um, they're cared for in our home. And that has really been our only struggle. You know, we but haven't struggled financially. We haven't we haven't had any of those struggles, you know. And, right. And well, so, and I, mean, I mean, you're right. You know, when I... this situation, that struggle is the one that you're relieving. Right. And you're only struggling yeah. because you you guys are, you as a collective are resisting the push from spirit to go, okay, it's it's time. This train to good stuff is leaving. You need to get on already or else you're going to miss it, you know. <coughs> so it's um, I think it's a good thing to point out because I think a lot of people go through that. They're ama- afraid to make the change. But if you can look back at your history and say, okay, when I come from my heart, when I listen to myself, when I'm true to my own path, does it always work out? You know, like for me, I can right. look back and go, you know what, when I do this, it works out every time. Yes, there are there are squeezes here and there, right? There are dicey times here and there. But when I'm going through those dicey times, I know that I come out with a new class. I come out with whatever, but I come out and I'm just fine. And so I've noticed now that when things are getting tighter, you know, I stop and I breathe and go, okay, but throughout the history of my life, you know, I'm still standing and I'm still here. I've made it through whatever life threw at me, and I'm still here, and I still love, and I still laugh, and I still live. And so history states that whatever's going on right now, I'm probably going to make it through just fine, you know. And so we just have to look at what does history state and then let go of that fear. And when you're talking about being true to yourself, um, it's it's understanding yourself as well. Because how can you be true to yourself if you don't understand yourself? And so I think, like with you guys, when you reflect upon what happens when you walk that course, then then you see what happens, you know, and you can kind of understand your patterns more effectively, you know, and that kind of goes for everybody. So the definition that we were given earlier to thine own self be true, it was they were showing true as in staying true to a course, like an, a navigation mm. term, you know, which I thought was pretty interesting because I hadn't ever seen it that way before. And so that's what they're talking about is being true to yourself. In other words, being true to your course. What did you come here to do? What is it you're aiming for and staying true to that path? So right. I thought that was pretty interesting. That's awesome. A whole different perspective, you know. So, right. yeah, I thought that was kind of nifty. So I was saying I'll have to go back and listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want to, um, you know, ask people to hit follow on Blog Talk so that we can, we and Blog Talk can know whether we are reaching people and being successful, et cetera. And um, also the Facebook link is there so that you can follow Truth Light on Facebook, and now that I have a computer, I can be a little more active there. And um, and uh, are you? I'm just gonna kind of since you're on the phone, Miss mm-hmm. Jessica. So at some point, are we gonna play with uh, possibly offering phone readings at Sacred Light of Sedona? Yes, it's phone possible. readings are open. 
Go, girl. All right. Nice. Yes. So Phone readings are open and available. People can call what number to set their appointment for a phone reading with a Sacred Light of Sedona Psychic? They can call area code 928-254-3163, or they can go on the website, sacredlightofsedona.com, click on the Psychic button, pay for your reading, and then there will be a little section where you can put a little note section where you can put the psychic you'd like to have a reading with. And uh, we will try to accommodate that. And then we'll give you a call and we'll set up a time. Nice. All right. And I'm just going to put the stipulation that Truth Light is only available at Sacred Light of Sedona on her Sacred Light of Sedona days. Otherwise, you get Truth Light from mysticaltruth.com. <laughs> Because I'm generous, but I'm just not that generous. <clears throat> but it is always yeah. easier to schedule when I'm working at the center anyway. So um, so that means you can also have a reading with Jessica, who was a student of mine as well as, as already pretty accomplished before she got to me, and a phenomenal reader and energy healer from distance and so on. So, um, you know, so I think that's awesome. Look at you jumping right in there. Go you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have, about, now. we have about eight minutes left. What would you like to share with us? Well, since it was just pointed out to me that I'm allowing fear <laughs> to, um, you know, to manipulate my decision, it's, you know, just take a breath. It's what I'm doing. I'm just breathing and I'm going through and talking talking it out with other people, talking it out on this show, really just puts things into perspective for me and allows me to see where I am holding back, allows me to see where I, for instance, in this show, where I'm not being true to the course um, at hand. So, you know, whether it is talking to truth on this show or, you know, talking to a friend or someone, just talk it out. Because other people can see when you're coming out of fear more than you can. Because I had no idea. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, now, would I'm you good. Say you know? that you're, would you say that you're careful about who you talk to things about, though? Because, I mean, think about yeah. all the different people well, that you talk to yeah, in any and given day. Right, How and do you, you don't want to talk to people... To? Well, I don't talk to people who are just going to agree with me or people who are just who are negative and they're just going to, you know, say, "Oh, well, you need to be careful. You need to you know, I'm very careful with who I talk to. I talk to truth because I know she's going to give me the smackdown when I need it. Um, I know she is going to be honest, you know. And, you know, there are other people, yeah, there are other people that I I will call upon if if she's busy, but you know, um yeah, I would be careful cuz like a great example. I can talk to sure my in-laws. You want to make sure that you're not talking to somebody who's doing that which you are trying to assess. Right. Because they don't have a clear perspective. They're going to be like, yeah, right. you need to let fear get in the way. It protects you, you know, or whatever. So right. that's kind of where I was going. So carry on. Sorry, your in-laws. Yeah. Well, you know, I can talk to them about it, but I already know I'm going to hear the very careful, very, you know, thought-out plan of how things should be done and, you know, the uh, political aspects of everything. And, you know, so I don't go there. <laughs> right. So I go where I can be empowered and and strengthened and, you know, 
And um, right, so you want to when you're when you're choosing to talk to other people, and this is kind of like um, in the book Think and Grow Rich, they talk about developing a mastermind group, and so. <coughs> When you're moving forward through your life and on your path and you're really wanting to get up out of the muck, it's a really good thing to find the key people in your life that you know are also moving forward, who are moving towards rather than running away from. The different people who you know are well-balanced and and doing things like like you would like to do. Now, they don't have to be doing, you know, they don't have to be running a center in Sedona, but are they moving forward along their own path despite circumstances. And so you want to kind of create this mastermind group of people that are your go-to people so that when you're needing to talk to somebody, you have this list of of pinpointed people that you trust to talk to so that you have that go-to and you're not desperately seeking and just kind of going, oh, I'll talk to whoever I can get a hold of because right. your energy and your well-being is at stake. And so you need to have that group, and I would imagine you probably have that. You have probably your list of go-to people, right, that you know um, you know, are going to be um, operating at the level you want to be interacting with when you're trying to figure things out, right? Right. Okay. So that's something that people can do too is kind of go through the people you know. And if you don't have anybody in your life that fits that, what a lot of people do is find people who are teachers or, you know, like that you can get audio books from or you can get books from or whatever it may be and connect with those people in their teachings for a while until you start to attract into your life people who are moving forward in, and that you would consider a part of your mastermind group. So that's another way that you can do it. If you don't have anybody in your life, um, that's a good way to do it. You know, there's there's a an abundance of them now because personal development has become a huge market and spiritual growth has become a huge market. And so find those people you resonate with and if you can't find a real person to talk to, connect with those people through their teachings or whatever it may be. And um, I have all kinds of books around my house that I just pick up and and go to and uh, just to reconnect with that energy so I can pull mine up and out of the muck and then I can start thinking more clearly. So... Um, okay, so we are um, closed at Sacred Light of Sedona today and every Wednesday, at least for now. And um, Thursday, people can start calling and setting appointments? Yes. All right, awesome. So give them that number again for their by phone. It's 254 3163. Fabulous. All right. So you guys can go to sacredlightofsedona.com. Also, always, always, we want to promote the Eat Conscious and Be Merry cookbook by our friend Spring Rain Peony, which is really doing pretty amazingly. Um, she's been on a couple morning news shows with her, her demonstrations and whatnot. It's kind of nifty. And uh, you can go to holisticnaturalsco.com. To, uh, to get that as well as her line of supplements. Um, you also can find the, the book on Amazon. It's Eat Conscious and Be Merry by uh, Spring Rain Paone. It's P-A-O-N-E, Paone? Um, P-A-Y-O-N-E. Oh, thank you. I knew I was messing it up. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, so, but if you go to holisticnaturalco.com, I believe when she sends it out, she'll sign it to you if you like and everything too. So um, go check that out. Check out her her supplements. The moringa is amazing, and uh, so is the immune support, the immune boost, or whatever that is. Um, both of those I've been using and definitely seeing a difference. And uh, mysticaltruth.com will be up and running over the next couple of days. So I'm doing the facelift myself. So we'll see what happens. It'll be fun. <laughs> and uh, we will be back tomorrow. Do you have any ideas for topics for tomorrow, Jessica? What would you like to see us talk about? Anything in particular? Oh. Um. Yeah, you know, guys, I love the way she puts me on the spot. Um, Well, it was a good question. Yeah, they know. I don't. I don't have anything right now. Okay. (laughs) How about we talk about releasing fear or something? Something about, um, you know, identifying fear. Maybe identifying fear. Because don't you think sometimes you can't even see it? Like today, when I said what's in your way, you couldn't even identify that it was fear. No, no, I couldn't. Maybe you're right. So maybe we'll talk about identifying fear tomorrow. Yeah, That'll and then I, I also have another request. I mean, you know, we're coming up on Halloween every okay. year. You know, right. we can go over the whole um, spirit thing and oh, the yeah. goblins and all that fun stuff. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Tell some good old-fashioned possession and, stories. All oh, right. Yeah, ghosts and goblins, oh my. <laughs> okay, well, we will take that into consideration and... uh You guys have a fabulous day. I want to thank Jessica for joining me because my voice box was running out of steam there. So (laughs) we had bunches of callers, but nobody was clicking over to talk. So, all right. All right, everybody, have a fabulous day, and we will see you here tomorrow where we decide to tackle the identification of the fear goblin in your life. How about that? We'll come combine fear and goblins. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.